Hi, Hopers. Our devotional today is called Never Alone, and I'm going to take us back to Jeremiah chapter 31. I'm going to read more verses than I normally do for a devotional, verses 8 to 12, and I'm going to show you some things about the presence of God in our lives. Jeremiah is a book that is written to the children of Israel when they had come to the end of their journey with the Lord, of really their journey of rebellion with the Lord, and they'd been taken from their home to a land far away, to Babylon. And Jeremiah, after having warned them and having mourned their loss, now writes to these exiles. The ones that we're reading about today may not have even been the ones who had refused to turn back to the Lord. They may just be living with the fallout of other people's mistakes, as we often do. But here we are in Jeremiah chapter 31, and Jeremiah turns, God gives Jeremiah words that turn the the subject from what has been so hard and so harsh back to hope. And the reason for hope is that God is still present with his people. And I would say to you, wherever you are and whatever you've done, God is still present with you. He still has work that is available. He still has an invitation that he makes. He still has stuff he is inviting you to believe and to embrace for your life. So let me read it and then we'll talk about it a little bit because we all have heard about the presence of God. God is with us. But what does that effectively, practically mean for you day in and day out that God is with you? These are some of the thoughts that Jeremiah writes to people who are far from home and really suffering the consequences probably of other people's actions. It says this, These are the words of the Lord through Jeremiah. See, I will bring them from the land of the north and gather them from the ends of the earth. Among them, there will be the blind and the lame, expectant mothers and women in labor. A great throng will return. They will come with weeping. They will pray as I bring them back. I will lead them beside streams of water on a level path where they will not stumble because I am Israel's father and Ephraim is my firstborn son. Hear the word of the Lord, you nations. Proclaim it in a distant coastlands. He who scattered Israel will will gather them and will watch over his flock like a shepherd. For the Lord will deliver Jacob and redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. They will come and shout for joy on the heights of Zion. They will rejoice in the bounty of the Lord. That, the whole, like, Playing out of that, as Jeremiah writes what it is, reminds me about how powerful the presence of God is. If we as believers would be aware of what the power of God, God's presence in our lives really and truly is, I think it would steady us a lot more in the uncertainty of our lives. Not just these moments, but all moments. It would help us to understand in the moments where we are overwhelmed with our own powerlessness, that we still can have rock-solid hope. He says in the first verse, I will bring them back. I will bring, sing for joy, Jacob. I will bring you back. Why? Because I'm still with you. I am still looking over your lives and I'm still planning good things for you. I am still present in your life. Yes, you have blown it. You've messed up and you have decidedly and stubbornly walked away from me and done things that you shouldn't do. And yet I am still present. Have you ever thought about how much the presence of God in the midst of our failure is such a gracious blessing poured out on us, an undeserved blessing? And then he says, not only am I with you, but I will save you. I will bring you back. I will 
rescue you from the problems and from the exile that is a fallout of your own sin. He talks about how he includes people that you might expect to be forgotten, the blind and the lame, expectant mothers and women in labor. In other words, these people who are vulnerable, God has eyes for them. If you feel vulnerable, God's presence is, I'm still with you. Even when you feel weak, I am still with you. He talks about how he will lead them beside streams of water and provide for them. He will put them on a level path so they won't stumble. God is providing for us. His presence means he is someone who looks out for our needs and provides for them. And then he watches over us. He calls himself, as Jesus later will, I will watch over my flock like a shepherd. A shepherd who is on alert, watching out for whatever could harm the flock. This is how God describes himself by his presence. That his presence is watch care over us. That we are not forgotten, that we are not overlooked, that God sees us. Every step of your day, God is with you. And then at the end, God delivers. The Lord will redeem them from the hand of those stronger than they. The children of Israel could look out and say, this is hopeless. We're stuck here forever. God said, I want you to know, my presence means even though it would be impossible for you to rescue yourselves, I will deliver you. The presence of God, that God is a rescuer, a redeemer, and ever-present in your life means there is no mess you could make that is too big, that God cannot redeem it, that God cannot bring healing to you, to your soul, to your life. This is a message we get to embrace, but even better than that, this is a message we get to share. And regardless of what the world looks like today, this is still our calling. We get to share the message of a God who is present. And his presence mean, means his provision, his watch care, his deliverance, his inclusion of all who would come to him, even the lame and the blind and those who would disqualify themselves. God says, come anyway. I pray that we would live this day in reflection of a God who is present and a God whose presence functions in our lives like that.